Áudio esmagamento. Áudio schiacciamento. Posso enfim? Drablenha adnoi. Brach audio. Fuse audio. Passai audio. Crushing audio. Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Crushing Audio Podcast. Yeah, that's right, I said 20. We're as shocked as you are. In this episode, we'll play some decidedly holiday-themed games, somewhat. We find out what skills the boys would like to have. And we listen to some strange announcements at a train station. We join the show already in progress for the 20th time. We are alive. Oh, is that true? Yes. Mm. Still truthful. Excellent. I like being live. Unless you have to listen to this shit. (laughs) I mean, am I right? God. God damn. To the uh, two listeners who have made it this far into the show, thank you. (laughs) That's because they're still fumbling to find the skip track. (laughs) Wait, wait, in this episode or in the series? (laughs) It's I a cliff. This episode, you know, it's... we left them on such a cliffhanger. Will Alex mm-hmm. tell the second part of the Raven? Yes. We'll never know. It's been a month. <laughs> no, we'll know. The answer is no. No, never more. I believe is the answer. Yeah, uh... you guys have told me the answer is never more. It's just not going to happen. Listen. <laughs> Welcome well, guys, to the crushing audio. Google Jesus it. Christ! Just give me a lull. A lull. Everyone say lull. Come on, lull. Welcome to the Crushing Audio Podcast, episode 20. The podcast where 25% of us is 15% certain they're a lesbian on weekdays between 1 and 1.30. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some math for your face. I think that might yeah. be me. <laughs> I don't know. Joining us this evening, he's our scrapper, it's Phil. Hi, peoples. He's our mix master, it's Mike. Wicka, 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 wow. <laughs> He's our long haul. It's Alex. Maruga. What? <laughs> and I'm our hook. It's Hank. And Any guesses? Oh, yeah. Any guesses? Come on, come on, Alex. Any come on, Alex. You got this. Are these parts Alex? of a rap song? What the fuck? No. <laughs> Are these? Say them hook, again. Hook is this? Yeah. Is this about Neverland? Is this? No, say the names oh. again, Hank. Maybe he'll try one to, more time. Yeah. Scrapper, mixmaster, yeah. long uh-huh. haul, yeah. hook. Mixmaster Mike, is this? Are we if I here? thrown in Bone Crusher, would that help you? No, that wouldn't help at all. No, it totally wouldn't. Um, it's scavenger. Are we, are we scavenger would be the last one. It's six things that might combine together. Oh, <laughs> is it Voltron? <laughs> Transformers. No, Voltron is five or fifteen. Not Transformers. Six. Robot. Ro- the Power Rangers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's crushing it, guys. I'm Tommy. Okay. Yeah, you're totally Tommy. You're totally Tommy. Yeah. Uh, those are the Constructicons, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, hey, did you oh. guys hear that uh, we got a we got a sponsor for this episode? Oh, what? what? Go on. Ready? Ready? Here. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Breaking news. This episode brought to you by Uncle Dad's Moonshine. Uncle Dad's. If you love getting plastered and hate your eyesight, drink Uncle Dad's. Nice. All right. I figure we're gonna have a lot more from Uncle Dad. So oh yeah, we'll mm. see. Oh, that's that's good. I hope uh, I hope he's paying us, or at the very <laughs> least, giving us free shit. So. Yeah, just uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'll take some Uncle Dad's moonshine. I got, I got my complimentary box. I already can't see. 
<laughs> is that why your hair is like that? Sorry. That's going to be it. <laughs> oh, burn. Burn yeah. it out of the podcast. Is it, is, it, is it time for a haircut? Because my wife hates this hair, which is. No, yeah, it's time for what's new haiku, Alex. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, seg, seg away. Pull it in. Burn segue. Mm. It's a burn way. God, but since you're so eager to be chatty about your hair, Alex, yeah, I suspect you've got you've got a five seven five poem. So, Alex, what's new haiku? Well, guys, got new position. Haven't done a thing just yet. Two months of this stuff. Two months. Yeah, did I do it, Hank? Is it correct? I, I didn't catch the first one, but you got the seven and the five. Got new sure. position. Got new position. Um, so I got a new position within the place that I work at slash four and um it's haven't a done a thing <laughs> 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 Woo! all right yep. <laughs> and unfortunately i haven't really been able to uh do any part of uh training towards my core mandate of my new job because i am left to train my replacement as well as uh pick up the pieces of a person who quit about uh, two three weeks before i took this job so training new person and doing job of someone who quit and whose stuff was dumped on me before I left, which means um, probably in for about two months before I can actually do the stuff that I want to do um, in the job. So, Phil, I, I kind of feel your pain. And this week <laughs> was awful. Well, hmm. the one thing that I hate is whenever you take an internal job and you don't move departments or it's not an incredibly large corporation mm-hmm. where you can totally distance yourself from your old job hey you know i know you have a new job and we're gonna pay you for it hopefully but can you do your old job too and maybe teach everybody else that needs to know your job and still do your new job when you have a chance i hate that so much yeah so the transition hasn't been uh super smooth just yet but i'm hoping uh and i knew going into it like about two weeks or a week out and like okay by the time i start this there's no way I'm going to do anything related to my actual work until at least two months in when I'm, uh, I've trained the replacement and all the other stuff is smoothed out once I figure out what the other guy who quit was doing. So That sucks. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the, uh, the work update. So I'm going to keep that one short, guys. And uh, Phil, yeah. since, since you dove in there, I, I would like you to ask Mikey uh, what's new with him. Mikey. <laughs> What's new haiku? Uh, Oh, Rick and Marty. (laughs) Such a strange little cartoon. Season three out soon. Uh, So uh, thanks to one of our semi-faithful listeners, uh, let's call him Ben. Um, He suggested I check out a show called Rick and Marty. Morty. Have you guys seen it all? Anybody? No. I think I've seen an episode, a part of one anyway. Okay. Is it about wizards? Uh, no, 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 no. That's uh, Adventure Time, I think. I think you're thinking of. But Rick and Morty is about an, a grandfather and his uh, hapless uh, grandson going all these, on these little adventures. And the thing is, is that it's a, I thought it was going to be completely zany, like a la Adventure Time or SpongeBob SquarePants, but it's, it's zany, but not too crazy. Um, it's only got two seasons. And I can say, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's it's a bit weird. I really love the fact that all the all the creatures and aliens are all completely unique. I've never seen them on any other show. But if the only the sole reason that you probably should even watch it is the fact that it's co-created by Dan Harmon. Oh, okay. for those of you that don't know, that's the guy that made Community. So yeah, there's some nice twists and turns in the sense of dealing with um, different realities and like kind of 
doubling back on itself and self-referential self-ref- for later episodes. Um, I mean, there's an existential moment in episode six of the first season. And then episode one of the second season continues exactly where it left off at the end of season one. <laughs> and there are little moments that are like poignant and like deep and like have meaning, like much like, you know, community where those little, th- there was comedy as well as like, wow, that was kind of meaningful. So I, I would recommend uh, Rick and Morty if you guys get a chance. I mean, especially with season three coming up soon, if you guys got no watching to do or anything to do for the Christmas holidays, yeah, give yeah. give uh, Rick and Morty a shot. I definitely recommend it. And thanks, uh, thanks Ben, for, for mentioning it. I, I do appreciate that. Oh, and and that on top of that, uh, I also have to report that, uh, hey, my wife's back. Yay. Oh, Yay. Wife. Wife, 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 she's back for the holidays. So, you know, we got to figure out how to sleep next to each other yet again. You know, yeah. Oh, snoring department. Aww. Elbows to the face. Oh, yeah. Put <laughs> your mouth guard on. But, butt to butt is the best, really. But, yeah. Yeah. When your so anus is touch, that's the yeah. best. That's when you know it's true. Guys. That's Guys, it. isn't French farting the most romantic thing you can think of? Oh God! Where you fart into each other's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. we just yeah, lost two more funny. listeners. If, if one of if one of them has good bacteria and the other needs yeah. good bacteria, I am sure that's how it interacts. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Seriously, the things that you put into each other on a daily basis—how yeah. could trick. butt odor be a bad thing? I don't exactly. see that. Exactly. It's the trick. The, the real trick is trying to is inhaling theirs with your anus right. and then shooting back. I haven't mastered that. I just, I just keep it ready in case it wants to pass in. I'm not. For the record, guys, everyone, uh, the three of us are just doing this because Alex is completely, yeah, his mind is fucking blown. disgusted that we keep on going. He's just, he can't handle the idea, this concept. Oh, just can't He's handle. Going it. over the rest of the raven in his head. <laughs> happy place. Happy place. Find your power animal. <laughs> All right, who's left? Uh, hey, Philly. Hey, Philly. You want to ask Hink uh, what's new in Haku? I would love to ask Hink. Uh, a Hink? Yeah. What's hey. new Haku? Lost my voice and shit. Craziest two legs ever. Soccer fucking rules. Now, granted, I did write this about him. Uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and since then, Toronto FC, who I have season tickets for, went to a cup final and lost on penalties. Ooh. But uh, to be fair, that wasn't the best part of the whole thing. Getting to the final wasn't nearly as amazing as the ride that led us to getting to the final. There was a series against Montreal, mm-hmm. and uh, Toronto, being having the better record, had the uh, fortunate task of, of having the second game played at home, which meant the first game was in Montreal. Toronto goes down 3 nothing to Montreal, and around the 60th minute, they make a bunch of substitutions, and Toronto pulls back two goals. Like, you're down 3 nothing in Montreal, you're pretty much dead in the water, and now they've kind of sort of made it even. The second game in Toronto was completely fucking batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal scored first. Toronto then scored two. Montreal scored their second, um, which, mean, which meant Toronto kind of had to score theirs just just to tie to take it to extra time. They did, and when it went to extra time, Toronto scored two more goals, 
and I lost my fucking mind. I actually had a hard time at the game uh, just cheering because I was on edge. And it wasn't until the last three minutes of that game that I actually kind of thought, okay, I think we got this, guys. Because <laughs> it's been so fucked up. Like, I, it was weird. Um, for uh, two games, for, for a two-leg tie in soccer, for those, for those of you who don't know, it's not like a best of three or a best of five. It's a best of two. Total goals are scored. The, whoever has the most goes through. If it's a tie, the first tiebreaker is how many away goals were scored by either particular the team. So in this case, they were both 3-2 games at the end of them for the home team, so then extra time. Um, for all the times I've followed soccer, read about soccer results, uh, read stories about this shit, I've never heard of anything so utterly fucking broken in a two-game tie. This is the most mental goddamn thing I've ever seen. It was balls losing the cup. Fuck, I don't even remember that because those two games were just so crazy. So, um... You know what? I I'm not I'm not usually the type of person who says, "Hey, if you get a chance to see an old sports game that's already wrapped up, <laughs> watch it. If you get a chance to see an old sports game, watch these both. Fuck the cup final. They lose anyway." But uh it was absolutely beyond manners and I lost my voice and my mind and uh, I love live theater of sport. So good. <laughs> yeah, the the final so, game was a, a bit of a letdown. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, especially after you come off of two games like that, you're like, yeah. okay, this is going to be some crazy shit that's going to happen. And granted, it wasn't the best weather. And granted that there's, you know, there's there, there's only so many excuses that I'm willing to accept for like the environment. Like it yeah. was cold as shit that day. It was like it, minus five with wind chill minus ten. A soccer ball in that kind of weather, man, sucks ass. Yeah, it, and it I mean, hurts your uh, yeah, you probably never done it on a heated field though. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The lake is right there. There's no protection. It's an outdoor stadium. Um, what was what was really strange about that final is uh, Toronto had been absolutely flying as far as scoring goals, just an offensive juggernaut. And there have been times where if the machine wasn't running properly, they make a couple substitutions. And the substitutions they typically make, there are actually two Canadians. One's Will Johnson. He comes on in the midfield for one of the, I guess you could say, more rotatable parts. And then they bring on a, a Ford, guy by the name of Toe St. Ricketts, who's from Edmonton. And he comes on for usually the another midfielder. And then Javeco, the little Italian kid who's the superstar of the league, he would drop back into an attacking midfielder type position. And then it's three forwards, th- those two and Josie Altidore. And then they just terrorize the living shit out of defenders for the remaining 30 minutes. For whatever reason... Uh, the the manager thought that we're not going to bring to St. Ricketts on until well into extra time, which made no sense because about the previous eight games, his move has been let's bring to St. Ricketts on after about 60, 65 minutes. And then usually he does some crazy shit, which usually either results in getting a draw or winning. So why the hell he decided to wait so fucking long to bring him on? I'll never understand. So it also, I, some people thought – I think people who didn't know any better thought the game was a lot more like a chess match. You know, the championship, trying to feel each other out type thing and get get uh, figure out each other's weaknesses and rhythms. There was none of that shit. Seattle wasn't doing anything. They did not have a single shot on net proper and won the cup. Uh-huh. And Toronto's defense is not that good. Yeah, and I'm saying that as somebody who's – this is the best defense they've ever had, but they are still not that good. 
So I don't know what, what the concern was. Also, the parts that he would be swapping out had nothing to do with the defense. The defense was perfectly fine. They're perfectly capable in what they were doing. So uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda, and on to season 11. Yep. So what you're saying is you're sad because you didn't get Ricketts. That's got to be a first. You know what the weird part is, Mike? <laughs> no joke. This is the second time Toronto's had Ricketts. Oh, there was another guy what? by the name of Rohan Ricketts about mm, five, Rohan. Five, seasons ago, yeah. five seasons ago, an English kid. And yeah. uh, and now we've got Toussaint Ricketts. I got from He's got Ricketts twice. Wow. Uh, uh, wow. there's DC United have rickets as well, but that's a Donovan. <laughs> mm. the, the league's a Washington disease, is what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hey man, at least you got those two Montreal games out of it. I mean, regardless of the outcome of the final, you'll probably always remember how you felt watching that insane, insane stuff like the season. I, that, yeah, go ahead. What was funny is that I'd said multiple times leading up to the final was that it doesn't fucking matter what happens in the final as far as drama goes. You cannot beat what happened in the round before. There's no mm. fucking way. Like Toronto would have to be losing by like four or five nothing and then not the comeback. That doesn't really fucking happen in a cup final. No. It's just that crazy. And uh, uh, what the funniest part about that the first leg was uh, that game was taking place in Montreal the day we moved. And I'd been stressed out of my fucking mind because as when you move, it sucks. And uh, I said to the wife that at about 5.30, it's like, I'm not, I'm out. I need to go to bed. I'm exhausted, just absolutely wiped. I said, I'm going to take a shower, and then I'm going to bed. And when I got out of the shower, I felt great. So we went to watch the game. I would have been so mad had I missed that fucking game. Yeah. Like, I would have I had an opportunity to watch it through uh, MLS Live, which is their online uh, service. But being able to watch it and, like, kind of comment along as it's happening. Oh, Jesus, dude. That was the most sporting emotional roller coaster I've ever been on. And as I've seen some shit, as you guys have, maybe not so much Mike, but um, <laughs> but like that was, high school. <laughs> that was crazy. That was I've never, never, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, Phil. Yes. Ask yourself what's new with haiku because everybody's getting you to ask people. That's that's fine, Phil. Ask yourself in a haiku. <laughs> oh God, you don't have that kind of time. Just get to- what is exactly. new with yes. you? Can you make yourself haiku? Do it now, ya bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Alex. I'll take that as me. Haiku. That's a terrible show, by the way. It is it's the worst. <laughs> it, it it failed on uh, cable television. Christmas spirited? How is it almost here, friends? Did I buy enough? <laughs> buy enough Christmas? Uh, Mostly Christmas. God, you make uh, it sound so commercial when you put it like that. That's it. <laughs> it was. Sad. You know, I, I I do believe that as the years have gone by, the Christmas meaning has quite. I, I don't know if for everybody else, but for myself, it's it's no longer a, a religious connotation. It's more of a you know family and friends and. A celebration of you know that as opposed to anything to do with uh, a baby Jesus, but it's also the idea of trying to procure something that would make somebody smile when you present it to them. And how much time do you really have to do that? How much time do you have to dedicate to? I know these people. I know them well enough that I should be able to find them something. 
<laughs> but do I? And and we're also at the point in our lives where we're older. We we have a lot of crap already in our lives. Do, do I really want to add to your crap pile? Do you want do you want do you want me to put the webcam on my shit behind me again? Just so you... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's exactly that. It's like I, I would love to to do that for everybody and get them something. But at this point, I don't think physical items for certain people make sense anymore. I think it's more about spending time or doing something together. <sighs> this is my way of saying that I didn't get you guys any gifts. Motherfucker! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Honey, Christmas is canceled! <laughs> Honey, return Phil's gift! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's not even that, though. It's, 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 it's more a fact that I wish that I had more time to spend with people as opposed to just provide them a gift. And that's my message for this week good night oh another downer from phil this week i know i know it's, it's what i do i bring you guys bring the show up i bring it down yeah. how dare you get introspective you asshole i know i'm such a dick such a wow dick. but that yeah i don't know if you guys are you guys ready for the whole christmas thing i uh i actually made a deal with the wife and it largely has to do with it's a combination of like the uh like between the bullshit of moving and the cost of it and like getting people gifts for the most part has been the furthest thing from my mind. I made a deal with her because she's been like, Oh, do you think, do you think your mom will like this? Do you think your sister will like that? And I don't, I'm still trying to figure out where all my crap is going to fit into a shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I basically said to her that I'll cover this month's rent in its entirety. You figure out Christmas gifts and I'm willing to pay more for rent than to have to worry about the Christmas <laughs> gifts because it's driving me nuts. And at this mm-hmm. point, I almost just want to go. Let's go to let's go to the drugstore and just buy a bunch of gift cards, stick them in a bag, and then when we see them, pull them out one at a time. Here you go. Here you go, Mike. Starbucks. I no, know you gonna, love just, Starbucks. Just, just get a sack and get people to reach in and grab one. Yeah. Here you go, awesome Alex. Idea. One year to Xbox Live. I treasure it. Like I just don't like I don't I don't know what to do. And the problem is that I'm between the time to spend on thinking about it and then actually going to get it. Like it's because like we couldn't have possibly like for the sake of Christmas and Christmas gifts, we could not have possibly moved at a worse time. Mm -hmm. Because all that good energy that you would spend going, Phil would love these socks, like is just not there because it's like I need to put these things in this box and then call that company to make sure they're here at seven in the morning to help move the box. I just put shit into. So yeah, it's just, but anyway, I, I, I also will, I will also say uh, to, to Phil's point that time is the thing I want the most. It's not even, it's not, it's not the thing. It's the time. Like, like what sucks is that if you could just give a gift, gift certificate to somebody saying, uh, this entitles you to one night of accompaniment <laughs> with with the wife and myself redeemed at a scheduled future time. Like that would be great, you know. Not not even so much for me giving it, but even receiving that. It's like, oh look, honey, Phil said he's gonna spend time with us in March. Like that would be great. You know, you're, so you know you're an adult that. when when you look looking forward to a couple's date. God. You know what? No, but seriously, yeah, like the the, 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 the interaction, like 
okay, when we went for breakfast, what was it, like two or three weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of the greatest fucking meals I've had all year. Yeah. Yeah, agree. And it didn't even matter what we ate. Oh, but. To be fair, though, Captain was Ron's no amazing. Balls. It was pretty yeah, no. it was great. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very good. Glad you guys liked but, it. But, like, that experience of social interaction was is worth more than any DVD I could ever get. Yep. It's worth more than any game I could get. It's worth more than any physical thing. So Phil, you 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 got to that point in a far more direct wor- route whereas I've been thinking about it for many many years and coming in a roundabout way. So I am fully on board with what you're saying except for just the I give up. Because <laughs> I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up on trying to get something for for people. Yeah. Right. But you get to a point though where it's like that's not really what I want to give them. I just don't want to be empty handed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. I've bought one gift so far uh, for my child. It was just one gift. And I told my wife who got her like five gifts last year. I'm like, why, why does she need more stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, can it, so we made a pack this year. I'm like one gift each per child the end like you know that they're gonna get spoiled by grandparents and aunts and uncles and everything but anyway uh so what i'll say is um i agree with phil in that i don't need more stuff um i have you know 60 unread books on my bookshelf i don't want to buy more books or have more books bought for me or have an indigo gift card bought for me i at this point stuff like gift cards is actually like the stuff I can consume for at restaurants, Tim Hortons, Starbucks. I'm happy with those. <laughs> um, and I'm actually, you know, uh, I listen to audiobooks, like one audiobook every, every month at this point through the uh, audible.com service. Who is a future sponsor of the Crushing Audio podcast? It's not how it works. It's not how it works. They just enter in an ad, like Uncle Dad's. <laughs> So, so I would basically tell people, I'm like, hey, if you want to get me something, get me an Amazon gift card, something that doesn't add more physical stuff to <laughs> yeah. something that, I, that I'm going to use on a download on my phone yeah. One I can one, listen to once. <laughs> one sign that I knew that I was an adult was when I received a Canadian Tire gift card and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sweet, I can buy oil. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. <laughs> we can get that shovel we've always been looking at. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I'm 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 with you guys on just wanting more time with people versus uh, more stuff, um, yep. or just buying stuff for people. Um, it's funny because I even you know when your parents know too. Like I asked my mom, like, "Mom, what do you want for Christmas?" She says, "Nothing." Um, and you know, she asked me, "What do you want for Christmas?" I say, "Money." <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah. your, your accents are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. It sounds so similar. <laughs> so weird. No, yeah. But it's 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 the it's the most practical gift at the uh, age that I'm at, and uh, my mom and dad have delivered for the past ten years plus on that. <laughs> so, I'm like, the, just the usual, mom. Just just the usual. Anything yeah, it, like that it, helps. It, it's truly one size fits all. That's yep. it. Yep. Anyway. Hey, can we pause for a quick second? I just got to grab some water. I apologize. Oh, for I know. Fuck's sake. I know. I know. I know. <gasps> you guys too. Just keep it. Hey, nobody say anything funny or entertaining. Talk bad about me. So Phil, I've heard, um, is on the um, the roids. Do you, do you guys really? Know? Yeah, the hemorrhoids. I heard. No, I heard he only works out to attract children into his van. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
I, I hear when he fills out surveys, when they put gender, he just puts down women just to fuck with people. <laughs> Evil bastard. I hear he buys he buys donuts and Timbits and then puts the Timbits back in the donuts. Oh, that's so oh, weird. Wow, that is so fucking Freak. God damn it, what's wrong with him? I know. I hear when he order when he buys a two liter uh, carton of milk, he'll keep it in his fridge up to and including three days past the expiration date. Because he feels, he wants to feel like a badass. Holy shit! Oh, God, man. I uh, I heard I heard that he eats his spaghetti alphabetically, and I don't even know what that means. Jeez, oh, that's is that like mixed pasta? Is that just the alpha, like alphabet? No idea. So many questions. Jesus Christ! What so the hell's wrong with that guy? Do not know how that works. I, I hear he puts his yeah. pants on backwards again. Huh? What? what? <laughs> Huh? His wife told me that one. I still don't. I didn't get yeah. a chance to get more information. It was just. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I heard that, and you can actually verify this. If you look close, his eyes are in the opposite sockets. Fuck that. Oh, really? my yeah. God. Yeah. I know. Okay. So that, okay, that kind of matches like the uh, reverse nostril surgery that he had as well. It all makes That's sense. That's true. Now. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Man. shit. I thought that was just a fucking terrible rumor. No, no, no. The chain letter was real. Oh my god! Good point. Yeah. Okay. okay. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. It's and fine. that's why I think uh, I, I think Trump is not going to be terrible as a president. Yeah, and I mean problems. Christmas is going to be fantastic. I think. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just just edit that whole section out and just send it right to you, Philly. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. You need. <laughs> you need his. Fuck it. Just keep it in. It was pretty good. Just keep it yeah. in. Whatever. All right. Well, that cares. Our new segment. Phil needs to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling thirsty, gotta go get a drink. Newest, most favorite segment. Phil, go get some water. (laughs) Fuck up. Get out of here. Follow follow by rumors about Phil. Yes, which leads to so many questions, including. I'm so good at this segue game. I should just go pro. Which leads us to the question of the week. Question of the week. I guess, yeah. Um, question of the week. Uh, and, and with this week's question, here's our very own Mike. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. So uh, at that very breakfast that we talked about only moments ago, uh, we discussed this. So uh, the results uh, are not my fault because it was kind of a group effort, if not uh, Hink's idea. The question is. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did I do? The question was, is uh, what skill would you most like to have? And on top of that, what skill do you think the other three guys should have or would, should have? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I had so many skills that I wish that I had, honestly, <laughs> between multitasking, which I thought about it. If you want something, if you want three and a half things done wrong, give me five things to do. Exactly. Um, multitasking, uh, I would love to have. And uh, having a green thumb would be nice, too. But I settled on a, a, I wish I, I wish I could cook. <laughs> I mean, the wife does most, if not all, a lot closer to all of the cooking. Mm. So I, I wish I uh, could shoot. I mean, I could follow a recipe, but that's hardly cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I wish I could cook. Um, for Alex, I think he should have teleportation so that, you know, he could visit us uh, from time to time. Phil, I think, should have teleportation. Same reason. 
just kidding. He calls it an Alex. That's funny. Uh, Phil should. Uh, Phil should actually. Uh, he. I, I wish Philly uh, could could have uh, an entire plethora of accents at his disposal. You know that he could distinguish, and, uh, and I think he would he would parlay that into quite quite the axe. <laughs> Not that you don't have some, but mm. like if you could have all of them. Yes. Like every accent. Yeah. I think that would be the, really an asset. And uh, Hink, uh, uh, I think I think Hink's greatest skill that that, that he could use would be uh, the ability to tan. Tumultuous <laughs> <laughs> relationship with the sun. Fuck the so, sun. Uh, oh. So uh, I think I think Hink could uh, use you know the ability to tan. You're a gentleman. No Absolute gentleman. <laughs> Fantastic. How about you guys? I like it. I like it. Alex? Uh, for myself, uh, kind of what we discussed a little bit already, I would love to have the ability to freeze time. <laughs> um, basically, I would still be able to move within time and do all the stuff I needed to do and want to do or read books or write or um, I don't know, Up anything at skirts? all. No, um, yes. but abuse it. It's everyone fine. else around me and, you know, I, I could actually like get somebody else in uh, unfreeze them by, by touching them on the shoulder so we can just like hang out and say, hey, I can freeze time. We can hang out for as long as you want. <laughs> so that would be pretty sweet. And uh, for, for, for Phil, um, yes. Phil, I think, could benefit from the ability to self-replicate. Um, because he is doing the jobs of about uh, four people at his work. So I believe that uh, if he could splice himself into three or four different people, uh, it would help him out. We would all do uh, the job poorly. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Plus, also, Philly, I think it can speak for both of us. It gets tiresome giving yourself a handjob. It does. Is it gay? (laughs) No, no, it's not gay. It's It's masturbation. Sure. All right. Well done, Mike. You remember, you remember your robot chicken. <laughs> uh, Hank, um, I wonder how, many, how often this is going to come up. Uh, teleportation. Um, <laughs> because Hank loves attending soccer games, and uh, I think it would make him quite happy to be able to teleport to whichever uh, soccer field or sporting event he would like to attend at that time. Which would be awesome, because I wouldn't have to pay for a ticket. It's great. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, Mikey, I am. I have. I have two, but I'm going to stick with the theme and uh, say teleportation. Yes. <laughs> so that you can visit your wife uh, whenever you wish, considering she is so yeah, uh, so far nice. away. Plus, I can go visit soccer stadiums and harass Hink's team. <laughs> <laughs> that would also be fantastic. Cheer, I can also teleport to where you are and punch you in the face. Yeah. Full disclosure. Cheer, cheer for the team going against Hink's team. That's what I would do. That's it. I only go to games when you're working. <laughs> so uh, what about what about you, Phil? I, I You guys went with a little bit more... Um, superpowers. Superpowers. Yeah. Where I went with actual skills... Uh, I wish isn't I... a superpower. <laughs> it isn't. Um, I, I wish that I had total recall. I wish that I was able to recall every little bit of information, every bit of. That, that's one of the biggest problems that I have is Words. I have a very bad memory. Words as well. <laughs> for for somebody with with my kind of, I, I should have a good, a good vocabulary. I should. I, I, cha- I changed mine. I wish Phil could speak. 
<laughs> Thanks, Alex. An eidetic memory. So, I mean, I, yes, I, yes, an eidetic memory. I, I do wish that I had that. I Yeah, that'd be awesome. I feel that too many times I'm at a loss for words, for <laughs> ideas that are floating in my head. I'm, I have the idea, but it won't come to the tip of my tongue. So the fluidity between my memory and my my mouth hole is not where it should be for for you guys i went with enhancements to skills that you already have oh so with with mikey his comedic values and his comedic ability <laughs> i i wanted to increase it to the level where you're you're actually doing comedy you're doing Whoa. you're doing you know stand up and <laughs> i don't got the from stand that. well i i think I that you do I think you actually do have the balls. You just don't have do. the what's what's the word that I'm looking for at this point? Because it's not it's not that you're not able to do it, and it's not that you haven't actually done it because you do do it when you MC with Mike or with Mark. So ambition. I think that's what ambition. it is. Ambition. Yeah. I th- oh, I great. Think... Now the wife's going to hear this and agree with all you. <laughs> well, so, you know, Mike editing this part out. Yeah. Well, just <laughs> just to temper that. Just to temper that a little bit, uh, a comedian's life doesn't make a lot of money in the first 10 years. So <laughs> as long as one realizes that. Uh, after you die, it's gravy. It's yeah, yeah, Everybody exactly. else makes lots of money. For, for Mark, <laughs> I, I went with the musical skills. Oh, shit. I, I wish that his – he already has the ability to spit rhymes. He already has the ability to make a beat. He already has the ability to put together music at a certain level. I wish that he was at the next level or that he had time to dedicate to get to the next level. And really, all these things that I'm talking about about you guys, it's things that all it takes is dedication of your time that you can get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I lottery tickets, Phil, but thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so it's, it's the idea that uh, it's improving um, what's already there. So Mark's ability to to do music, I think, would I, I do believe that you would prefer to do that than anything else you're doing with your life. Would would that be fair? Probably. I mean, I to be to be honest, like, well, one of the nice things about moving, I will have to say, is that I in this office I could break out my guitar and not have to like I could leave it out. And uh, one of the things I've realized is that when you put your instrument away, like really away it's that much more of an ordeal to want to even play it. So eventually once all the boxes have cleared, I'm going to leave a guitar on a guitar stand rather than a case, which hopefully I will then pick up from more than once every three months to once a week and just mm-hmm. fuck around. And like, not that I'm a guitarist by any means, but also I don't have the room for a drum kit. So <laughs> got to channel that rage somewhere else. Um, but you know what? I, I mean, I'll be honest, man. Um, there's something satisfying about being behind a drum kit in a in a way that I didn't that I that I forget until like, you're back on them. Yeah, like like it's it's a weird zen. Like, and I'm not. I wouldn't. Cons- I would consider myself above amateur drummer, but by no means great or good, but capable. And that's yeah. I be, because I'm comfortable about that. Like there's something comforting about being comfortable performing something. So yeah. Yeah. yeah and, that's, uh, that's fair, dude. Thank you. I'll go back to, I'll, I'll, I'll go to Alex and then we'll go back to Mike as to if that would be something he'd actually like to do. <laughs> Alex, for you, I, I do think that, and, and this comes with, it's not the pursuit of education, but the pursuit of knowledge, I think has always been 
and philosophy and philosophy and slash religion has always been something dear to your heart to a certain point. I don't know about it now at this this time of your life, but I, I think that given the right resources, I'm pretty sure you would have become a, a professor, if not a, a doctor of one of those mm-hmm. uh, to a certain degree and possibly language now that your, you know, your interest has become that. So I could see you pursuing that with it, given enough resources and time. It, that's all it takes for you guys is the time. And it doesn't have to be unlimited resources, really. It just yeah. has to be resources. No, it's it's a path that was uh, honestly a realistic possibility after I finished my master's and there was that conversation, okay, do I want to go ahead and do a PhD? And uh, a PhD means dedicating another four to six years um, to mm-hmm. school. At that point, I was like 27 years old already. <laughs> so um, I, I said, I'm like, I, I need to start making money. And I also looked around at the postgraduate world, the environment, the uh, kind of like the rush and race to publish and how everyone is kind of like in their own world. It's not a very collaborative world, I find. Um, Academia, it's very like self-indulgent. Like had a professor who was like a specialist on the um, writings of Josephus who wrote about the Jewish war. And um, that's all he knew. You asked him about like anything contemporary. He didn't know about movies, music, nothing. Mm. He was just like in his own little bubble. And um, I don't think I would be, I saw those people and I'm like, no, (laughs) the the lack of social skills. And I mean, it's, it's cool. uh, But at the same time, I saw like, uh, there is like a sense of superiority from some in those in those roles, which I I didn't um, find too attractive or appealing. Plus, those people who have such a centralized you know knowledge uh, tend to kind of lose relatability. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you know, they don't mm-hmm. you know, they don't watch movies, they don't watch TV. You know, what can you talk about other than the mm-hmm. Jewish war or whatever that they know? That's about. it. I mean, Phil, you remember I was a bit of an asshole when I was starting studying my master's degree. <laughs> you were you did have a. You were in an ivory tower, but I don't. I, I, I once again, I'm not. I'm not no, saying no, that. No, no, dude, go, go for it. I, uh, I fully no, no, acknowledge no, that it, this was true. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was true at that point. You were very because you were so involved, and that was your world. I understood that that was your world, and that's why, to a certain amount of the group, you were like uh, unrelatable to a certain degree because your your mindset was not at the same sphere as the rest of us. You were in a different mindset that we couldn't relate to. So obviously when you can't relate to somebody, sometimes you think of them as an asshole, sure. but um, it, it, in the case of what I was saying to your skill level, mm-hmm. if without, without the environmental factors of how yeah. the education system works, would that be something that you would pursue or would it just be writing? Would you rather just write? Uh, I could go either way. I mean, at this point I feel pretty comfortable with who I am and I think I have a pretty good idea of uh, where my, interests and and talents and everything lie uh so even if i if i chose to pursue that avenue now i think i would do it with um i don't even know the term for it not greater focus but just um more gusto yeah a bit a bit more gusto and i I don't think i would get wrapped up in the um the, the bs side of it right uh which is like when it's new to you um like oh my god this this world is very 
exclusive and um, not really inclusive. I know I just said mm-hmm. the same thing, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, at this at this point, I think it would be it would be cool. I love research. I love learning. Um, I love reading. Um, I I would love to to pursue that. I mean, at this point, <laughs> back in episode two, um, <laughs> I told. <laughs> I had to well, go back and listen to episode two. We'll we'll wait. <laughs> That's yeah, it. just just go on. <laughs> no, I, I told you guys that I had started like writing a, a story, and I got only like about a thousand more words after that conversation, and I've since started another story uh, <laughs> since, since then. So uh, this one I feel pretty good about. I'm almost on chapter three, <laughs> so nice. we'll, we'll see go. we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah, so uh, now to go back to Mikey, I, I know that I threw mm-hmm. that comedic thing would that be something that would actually interest you would you rather do that than what you're doing right now with your it's life kind of weird because i have time to think about it i mean when you MC a wedding or like you know do one little gag to you know in front of people that's one thing but to like get up and do comedy when people are expecting to laugh i think a lot of my comedy comes from uh doing it in, in an unexpected way so when people are expecting to laugh, I'm, I'm apprehensive. I mean, I can obviously talk myself out of this <laughs> because <laughs> I have my doubts in my abilities in this field. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I would translate. It would be very strange. Would I try it? Would I want it to be a career? I, I would love to write jokes maybe, but not necessarily perform. Let's, let's say that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, if I could write something funny, yeah, I'm down. Just to your point, Mike. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dion Cole. He's a he's a stand-up comedian, but he's also on the show Blackish. Now, I, I think it was a just for laughs. Is right? he the guy that looks like Lionel Richie? Sort of, kind of, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I, every time I watch Blackish, I'm like, is that Lionel Richie? Say you, say me. Oh, that's not how he sounds. Yeah. He did a he did a bit. He, uh, uh, he went up on stage and he had a notepad, and he go out and tell a joke. It just just like he was kind of like. A little ang, a little angry, a little aggro with his delivery. But he tell the joke, and if it got laugh, he pull out his notepad, write notes as it was happening, and he just kept doing it, and it became funnier and funnier because it was the whole stick was he was testing comedy, but taking <laughs> notes live as it was happening. I'm like, that's fantastic. So as far as like people would still expect comedy, but they wouldn't expect you to do that. Take notes while you go up and tell <laughs> jokes. Find comedy while you're doing it, but yeah, I, I get where you're going as far as like him doing that shtick. You think I could pull that off? Is that well, what you're saying? I, no, in, in the sense of you, like it's it's a delivery that nobody would see coming. In the sense of like because you're you'd be doing you do comedy, but you do comedy from a different angle. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, and sometimes sometimes the angle's been similar. You see people go up. Super intense, no selling their own jokes, almost dry, telling it dry, not quite Stephen Wright dry, but still dryish, and it works for it. You know, it works for them, but at the same time, it also works as a bit of a um, almost a buffer because you still, even if the joke isn't that great, the delivery is so tight that you laugh at the delivery rather than the message being told in the delivery. And Stephen Wright is good like that because even if he says something that isn't terribly hilarious you still can't believe he said it just like this <laughs> and saying everything just like this is kind of funny mm-hmm. after about 20 minutes and then every like and then even the most pedantic things become hilarious but not to say that you should steal Stephen Wright shit I'm just saying like 
it, that, steal it. That's yeah. Yeah, not, <laughs> fuck it. He's he's dumb. Um, Sorry, Stephen Wright. He said, said that I should do it. Sorry, but um, yeah, like that's that's there. There's I mean, there's tons of room for that. So anyway, and, and and there's there's always like, and it doesn't have to be strictly stand up. Like it could have been written. It could have been improv. It could have been anything. It could have been you know whichever realm of comedy or writing or the one idea i had for a shtick that was something similar to that was somehow develop a voice that sounds like my inner dialogue's voice while i'm doing the comedy and then the comedy becomes not so much the joke that i'm telling but the inner dialogue reacting to the joke that i'm telling maybe mm-hmm. i think you're are you thinking of the one i i remember this one comedian from the i want to say 90s who had a shtick where he had two microphones on stage Mm. And on the one mic stand was his left brain. On the other mic stand was his right brain. And he would tell a joke. And then, you know, he would tell one joke and then go over to the other one and tell another joke. Like one would be a long, like thought out, like set up and everything. And the other one was like a, a brain fart that yeah. makes you chuckle. And he'd go back and then it's like, kind of like, that's <laughs> it, was a, funny. it was a great gimmick. But that's awesome the thing. Like, gimmick. And you know what? Yeah. There's nothing. There's, there's a good gimmick will carry you through. Like you can have, I mean, tons of comedians have had a career on a gimmick, and it doesn't make them less. It doesn't make him less. What's funny about him is he's a he's a very talented musician, <laughs> and he's actually a very intelligent comedian. But but Twain doing the the twang and the Gator dude and the whole the whole persona that he's developed, the persona like the persona is a is a wonderful smokescreen for all of this fucking talent behind exactly. it. And you just think, oh, he's just dumb redneck, but he's actually super, super clever. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's not to say that, you know, that, that that's a, that's an, that's the be all and end all. But like, I mean, if that was, if you had an idea for it, that's something worth exploring without necessarily taking somebody else's. And mm-hmm. also too, you could take somebody else's just as long as you do it better. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you know, like the ventriloquists. Yeah, so on that. No, that's a perfect thing. Mark. Oh, hey. Yeah. All right. So, so, uh, uh, so, so the skills. All right. So, full disclosure: one, I did not do uh, uh, superpowers. Oh, uh, two, uh, your the the skills I've given you are not nearly complimentary. Uh, <laughs> which is going to be good because it's been pretty deep. So, thank you for preparing oh, us. However, mine. Uh, my the skill that I wish I had. I wish I was uh, language fluent and literate in at least three other languages. Mm-hmm. That would I just because I do love language and I do love languages and and how structure goes. But understanding them's a bitch. So mm-hmm. the, the ones that I would choose, I would choose French just because I've I know enough of it. And French is a gateway to other languages. It's uh, a gateway uh, drug. Of, 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 you know, romance, family, um, Japanese. Because why not? <laughs> also, have you seen the point that's out there? I mean, I want to know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And the third one, I, I keep like, don't, mm-hmm. don't stop, stop. I think that's what they're saying in most of the Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> oh man, don't, don't tell my boss. Don't tell my boss. Don't tell my boss. So. <laughs> um, the, the third one, I I keep flip flopping between Arabic and Spanish and Mandarin, um, largely just because it depends on the mood or the circumstance. Uh, uh, Spanish probably the least of the three, but it's also the most widely used of the three. Uh, uh, but uh, fascination nonetheless. Mm-hmm. The skills that I have for you guys, Phil, I wish uh, you were a commercial pilot, 
And it's mostly not because I don't think like it's not that I see you as a as something who's an aviator necessarily, but I think you look super adorable in a pilot's uniform. Yeah, plus yeah. you can say giggity. Yeah, put him in the hat and with the with the with the with the gold stripes and the little the little shit on the you know, badges and whatnot, and mm-hmm. him coming off the plane and yeah. pulling his tiny little carry on luggage with two. Leggy brunettes, also in uniform. No, you know, that you know looks that part like Phil in, in a nutshell. Yeah. You know that part in Catch Me and You Can't Catch Me If You Can, where he's walking with three stewardesses on each arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I could totally yeah. replace Billy in with yeah, Leah. I, I totally mm-hmm. see that. I totally see that. Mike, uh, I, the skill I wish you had was parkour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Strictly for my own amusement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look wait, wait, wait. Like, look at him! Oh, there, he's over the fence. He's over the fence. <laughs> Do you mean good parkour, or I just think I'm good at parkour? No, no, legit, legit. legit. It's oh, like, legit. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would be, I'd be totally mostly because like the Mike I know would never fucking do it. So it's the amusement. Like now he can climb that fucking building up to the third floor. That's crazy. And he's gonna do a backflip. <laughs> Fuck me. That's great. I'd probably get it months of entertainment out of that and uh alex uh the skill i wish you would have would be uh joke writing mostly for my amusement (laughs) (laughs) it's been a burn alex day uh not really (laughs) not really i've been honestly i've been using that same burn in different ways from don't worry you'll hear the part where you were away okay yeah Yeah, don't worry it's 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 all fair but uh uh, thank you uh, yeah no no worries no worries but you know nobody's perfect, and especially I'm. I mean, I'm not fucking perfect, and that's why we have Mikey with the corrections department. Don't worry, this nice. was really quick and easy. That's what she said. Oh wait, play my music. Oh, <laughs> question of the week. Questions. <laughs> no, that's not it. Corrections department. Corrections. All right, guys. I think one of my skills just came true. Good job, Alex. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Okay, so in the last episode, uh, Hink uh, said that he was the uh, Airy Gold. Uh, for anyone who actually watched the show, oh, you know that that's Ari right. Gold. Oh, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Wait. How can you be Airy when you don't even know who he is? Um, Airy Gold. I'm literate because that's what IMDb <laughs> says, fuckhead. Jesus A-R-I. Christ. A-R-I. A-R-I is Ari. It's Ari. <laughs> and that's the whole segment has gone that way. <laughs> and um uh i looked it up and reaper and dying are in different parts of the dictionary so i'm sorry philly but they are different <laughs> okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you got told sir i did yeah i, mean, I, I apologize next time um, yeah. have better that, that's about it uh, i had a mini question but i'll save that for another time uh yeah that, that that's it for the corrections department for now when you say mini question is it like where and that's it uh no no you want to do me question no many is like Hopefully, why no. this is this is not a full discussion this is not a full discussion okay real quick right all right what sport would mandatory steroids be awesome to watch wow <laughs> that's track and field no okay okay well that one event yeah yeah one event shit one event um, one event you know you could just say olympics you know like <laughs> steroids olympics would be awesome but what sports specifically? Yeah, track, okay, I only said track and field because like those are kind of like the very narrowed 
uh, li- like testing of limits of human capacity. Right. You know, running, running fast, jumping long, jumping high, mm-hmm. throwing shit. You know, that mm-hmm. would be so. But they're all kind of anyway. Um, <laughs> I say uh, football. That one's football's no, too easy. No, I, I wouldn't say that's already happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, burn football. Football burn. Oh God. I darts. would say darts. Chess. <laughs> We've had to replace another dartboard, gentlemen. Play. <laughs> um, somebody said badminton. That would be hilarious. Just badminton. It up. <laughs> yeah, but could they? Yeah, I guess it could be fast. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna have to put a net up between them and the audience because of so so many injuries. <laughs> Intense bowling, but you have like thirty bowling. <laughs> Power throw. Well, I'm gonna go with baseball. Base. Yeah, baseball. More home runs. Mandatory. Yeah, more home runs. They, yeah, they, they tried that. They'd have to, but they'd have they to like lengthen the field. No, no, fuck it. If you can't get out of the park, we're gonna find some, some other juice monkey who can. <laughs> oh, you, you, you only got regular hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then they can't run the bases because their arms don't swing. It does. Exactly. That's that's fine. But when they do make contact, that shit's in the parking lot. It just yeah. basically it's Alex, pick one. Uh, <laughs> Alex, pick a sport. Oh, a sport? I already said badminton. Mandatory. Oh, badminton? Okay. Yeah. That was mine. Right. And darts. <laughs> darts. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's it for the questions department. Moving on. Um, and now fun. to the most favorite of all sections of the Crushing Audio podcast. Do it, Phil. Alex's dad's joke. Woohoo! He still got That's it. Right, so live version. Metal. The live feed today. That was recorded so long ago. He still remembers the words. Okay. All right, guys. So we're already going long, so I'm just I'm just gonna dive right into this one. So, dive. Um, so you guys know that it's the holiday movie season, um, and you know with the success of Luke Cage on Netflix, I bet you haven't heard of the surprising black exploitation hit of the winter season. Oh, tread carefully. Uh, yeah, it's about a, a soulful yoga instructor with an afro who's uh, just trying to find some inner peace during this uh, stressful time with the holiday shopping. Uh, the name of this movie, it's uh, Frozen. Frozen. Inner peace? Yeah. He has an afro? Yeah. Winter connection? Yeah. Frozen. <laughs> there's a, there's a hyphen in the middle. Of- I thought we were going to take a dark turn there. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Alex. So I'm going to I'm going to give you points because it wasn't your usual setup knockdown. So mm-hmm. full full marks for for going in a completely different direction. I, I appreciated that as a curveball. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the uh, the play by play. The after. Okay. Oh no that that that's that's it. Anything after I say uh, past that is no longer complimentary. So good job on the swerve. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. The, Thank you. The punchline is it, it's it's a good punchline. It's the delivery. Maybe you require <laughs> like maybe we need like uh, carrot tops. Like you need a, a set to go with a it or prop. something. A prop. Yeah, maybe that's what you require at this point. If you put on a if you put on a fro, I would leave the podcast. Exactly. Oh, if that had happened, if he had put on a fro, a fro I would have been dying on the floor laughing. <laughs> But then oh, it's still yeah. an audio podcast, so that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll whip out the um, Don't big Ben Gal material no, next time. <laughs> no, not again, man. Oh, my sides—they haven't healed for first time. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So this has been Alex's dad's joke. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 
Very good. Yeah, good. Yeah, very good. Well, as 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 per usual, just edit was... in the one that edit in the live singing that uh, Phil did earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, uh, as different as that was, uh, I don't know if anybody wanted that one, but maybe we would like to see a few things of our own, huh? That was huh? I've done better segues. I know. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're going with it. Just go. With I know. It. Go. I know. Momentum's trying to carry me here. So uh, next up is we're going to do a little round of scenes we'd like to see until we come up with a better title that isn't such an obvious knockoff. We're going to (laughs) keep calling it this. In this segment, we will each take turns responding and trying to be hilarious to a particular scene. This week's scene, bizarre announcements at a train station. Uh, Anybody would like to step up and have their first swing? Uh, Take it away. Let's have an appetizer. Here we go. Although we're not feel, filming any movies, if Steven Seagal, Wesley Snipes, or Liam Neeson appear on your train, please run in terror, terror just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of the dregs of humanity riding alongside you? Upgrade to our premium class seats, now with less fart smell. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> Will the woman discreetly picking her nose by the vending machine please stop wiping it on the wall or we will post security footage on YouTube? Will Hobo John please come to the main ticket booth? We found your stick and handkerchief. Hmm. Uh, For the last time, there is no train to Hogwarts, magic isn't real, and British people don't exist. Uh, would the owner of a butt plug, nipple tassels, a jar of Vaseline, 20 wax candles, and a Louisville slugger please come to customer service? <laughs> <laughs> see? See, there's a good dad joke. That's a good there. That's the not a dad picture joke. right there. Dad joke. Like well, I was really told by a dad, dad, so I'm going to say that that counts. There. a real. Two six five seven to Windsor, Detroit, Cleveland, Seattle, Tokyo, and Middle Earth is now departing on track number four. <laughs> Not doing the sounds. Due to a Superman battle versus whatever bad guy came this week, the following trains will not be working for the next four months. <laughs> Nerds. Now boarding at track three, train for your mom's house. Your mom's house at track three. <laughs> I almost See, had that one. one. So here, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, this, this is where we're going. your attention, please. Uh, on track twelve, we're running a train on your mom. That's track twelve. A train on your mom. <laughs> Which is my mind slightly to a different. Just beside that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to the fraternity brothers and pseudo bro jocks looking for the train to pound town. It leaves in six minutes on track number two. <laughs> uh, we're children. We're 12 years old. And, we're children. and on that point, 24-hour CCTV recording is in operation, mostly for the purpose of looking at boobies. For those, it's just true. Yeah. For those of you looking for the 443 train to Philadelphia, Newark, Manhattan, and Boston, you are at the wrong station. Washington, D.C. Union Station is located at 50 Massachusetts Avenue Northeast, and you are in Calgary. (laughs) Oh, come on. I thought that was so good. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm uh, I'm fresh out. Yeah, Mike is trying to say something. Nope, nope. nope. You are muted, All right. sir. All right, I'll do another one. I'll do another one until he gets back in. Sure, go. Attention, Union Station passengers. We are looking for our lost child between the ages of 12 and 16. As we need someone to explain Snapchat to us, and it's going to take some time. <laughs> and I'll go back. Stand back from the platform edge. Stop being an inconvenience. Death sucks. Mine are just all honest. I, there's no last one. <laughs> <in mind>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mikey's uh, dropped. Yeah, you're in. Hey, go ahead, Mikey. Oh wait, I got two. Am I? Am I? Uh, am I? I'll, 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 I'll go in between. Your okay, two. Sweet, go ahead. <clears throat> Despite the latest reports, Car Twenty Three is not haunted by vengeful hobo ghosts. They are just regular vengeful ghosts. That's <laughs> 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 oh, good. Uh, just a reminder to all passengers, due to safety issues, flight fight sequences are no longer allowed on top of trains near tunnels. If you wish to have a fight, please consult staff as to when it's acceptable to do so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know what? This, this one, this last one uh, is definitely my closer, but yeah. uh, uh, it has to be a, a nice feminine voice. <laughs> as always, if the power goes out while you're in a tunnel, all crimes become legal. <laughs> That was Michael's, Mikey's regular voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice effeminate voice. Oh, boy. Yeah, nice effeminate voice, Mike. There you go. Nice. Um... The bar in Passenger Car 4 is now closing. Bar closing in four minutes. Get Smash Now. Why would they get Smash Mouth? <laughs> Smashed yeah. Now. Because oh. oh, I was really yeah. hoping that they wanted to be a star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just all stars. Oh, that's... Uh, that that uh, we got that, that one wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. Sketches we'd like to observe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sketches we'd like to observe. Uh, you know what? I say that's in consideration. Uh, uh, we're yeah. we're open. We're open to suggestions. Uh, let's keep the fun train going. <laughs> right into Poundtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should yeah. have stopped it, at that one. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Uh yeah, let's 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 roll right in and pull into uh Grand Central Games with Mike Station. Uh is he back? Am yeah, I back? Yep, yep yeah, you are. Back. Well we better do this fast Games because you know, apparently my internet is running out. But at the same time I want to go long because Alex wants to go to sleep, so <laughs> oh, I'm all for it then. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm torn. What do we do? Hey, I have to work a all Saturday right. for the it's first time since I was freaking nineteen years old. <laughs> okay, ready? Go. Um what so we this is a meager uh, 10 questions. I can dig I it. Um, so we got one toss-up, three warm-ups, and uh, six regular questions. So here we go with the toss-up. Whoever gets this first will set the tone and uh, the order. Ready? Do we have to buzz in? Uh, no, you can, just, you, can just say your, you can just say your answer. You can just say your answer. Okay. We'll go by that. Ready? Yeah. In what sport can you literally do the dick move? In what sport, let's be specific here if you can, can you literally do the dick move? Cricket. Alex says cricket. No, it is not cricket. Is it rickets? <laughs> Throwback. I'm going to go with... Philly. Pink. Diving. Diving. No, it is not diving. Water polo. Water polo. It is not water polo. Sorry, Philly. Uh, oh. Sorry, what did you say, Alex? You said... Cricket. Uh, I said cricket. cricket. 
Uh, let's see. Let's see who's closest. Let's let, let let's put this out there. Okay, ready? Yep. Ready? Uh, every, it's it's open again. <laughs> and it's an it's an Olympic sport. The dick move. Sum, and what summer Olympic or sport? winter? <laughs> summer. Weightlifting. It is not weightlifting. No. Discus. <laughs> it's not discus. No. <laughs> uh, cycling. It is not cycling. But let's see. Of all those guesses, I don't know. Let's say Alex was closest. I don't know. We'll just say Alex was closest. Sure. The correct answer is actually the balance beam uh, at the Rio Olympics. Oh. Marissa Dick did a change leg leap to a free cross split sit, which they named after her the Dick move. Oh, yeah. From Marissa Dick. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, Alex doesn't get the point, but at least we'll start with him. <laughs> I, I, I understand you've been known to like that move. <laughs> the dick move? Yeah, you time like, you to time. Like, I, I, know, I know you like the dick. So just... I, I like the dick move <laughs> only when it's funny. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we will. So yeah, well, Alex will go first, but it's still a tie game at all zeros. Amazing. So three warmups. Uh, this time we'll get you guys to buzz in and say your answer. So. Uh, the American Film Institute created the greatest 100 films of all time. What Christmas, Christmas classic did they place at number 11? Phil, Trading Places. <laughs> no, it's not Trading Places. <laughs> though, though, that is that, not a decent or not a half bad guess. Hank, A Christmas Story. Chris, uh, Christmas Story. It is not a Christmas story. No. Alex, Home Alone. Alex, Home Alone. Home Alone? The 100 greatest films of all time. I figured it was a switch. It's not miracle. Christmas movies. What? Oh wait! Huh? Can, I, can I can I reguess? Hank, Miracle on 34th Street. No, no, it is not no. no. It's the other one, Alex. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. He's on the board. Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> no, he's not here. He's not here. House. <laughs> you know Every what you want. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> Sounds like Mr. Hanky. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> Maybe that's who he modeled after. Okay, on to number two. The best-selling Christmas or slash holiday song for digital downloads is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. What? At second place with 1.6 million digital downloads is second place from a 2013 animated movie. What song is it? 2013? 2013. 2013. Digital downloads. Most Alex. Holiday. Alex. Uh, don't be a jerk. It's Christmas. SpongeBob. <laughs> is that a song? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is I'm not. Guessing by, Al, by Mikey asking, is that a song? That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good indication. What 2013 animated movie provided this? Or sorry, what song from a 2013 animated movie is the second most downloaded holiday digital download? 1.6 million uh, downloads, digital downloads. Hank? Ooh, okay, I think I know. Philly? Hank? Philly? Is it a proper Christmas song? No, or it's it, not. Or, or it is, it is, okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but the movie was a Christmas film. <laughs> mm, I'm going to say, mm, that's debatable, but I'm going to say um, no. Phil? Yes, no. not. Phil, yeah. is it, do you want to build a snowman? It is, do you want to build a yes, snowman? Yes, that was my guess. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was from Frozen, you know. I didn't think it was three years ago. The one about the, uh, 
the uh, the African American <laughs> yoga master. Yeah, yeah. See? that's right. Frozen from, 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 that's from all, the uh, from the seventh circle. Yeah. Coming full circle. That's it. <laughs> all right, get your pen and paper. Here's the math one. Oh fuck. Do uh, I don't know thirty seconds or until your brains explode. If you added up all the gifts from the 12 days of Christmas, how many gifts do you have? Phil, 72. It is not 72. (laughs) Hank. Hank. Uh, 78. 78. It is not 78. You know we're adding up like 12 and then 11 and then 10 and then then we get 11 and 10. Oh, shit. 28. Oh, my God. 45. 55. That's a convoluted question. 476. It's 472, not 472. No. (laughs) It's 78, man. It is no, not 78. No, it's adding up all of the items out of each day. So on the second day, you get three gifts. On the oh, first man. day, you get a partridge no, in your prayer no. plan. The second yeah. day, you get... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing this. Okay, pick <laughs> I'm a number. I'm not as close as pick a number. I, I said my number, Mikey, 472. Yeah, 472? Okay, 472. <laughs> Hank. Hank and Alex, pick a number. I'm, wor- I'm working. <laughs> I'll give you another uh, 20 seconds. No, I need, I need more than that. One, <laughs> one two... Three, four, five, six, seven. Is this the nine, Fibonacci 10, 11, sequence? 12, 13, 14, 15, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, because the correct answer is 364. What? 364. Hey, I don't know. Oh, I I, no, you know what? I did it completely wrong. Never mind. <laughs> you doubled it up. <laughs> no, I, I was. I did 12 times 12 plus 11 times 11 plus 10 points. It's the other way around. It's 12 times 1. Yeah. 11 times 2. Yeah, I screwed it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. All right. So, wait. I don't, I don't that Philly, one Philly's that. on. Philly, you got that one closest. Uh, so we're not oh, closest. Now we're doing the prices right. Okay, yeah, we, gotcha. We did that one closest. Okay, so right. <laughs> now we'll go on to the last six questions, which uh, since it was so, such a, a fun game for the Halloween episode, why not for this special sort of kind of Christmas episode? Christmas from around the world. So here we go. Maybe you guys even know this one right off the top. And uh, you guys, again, buzzing with your uh, with your name. Actually, you know what? Oh, we'll take turns. You guys can each take your turn. We'll start with Alex. Nice. Alex, Christmas in Spain or Catalonia? The Caganer? Caganer? Caganer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is sometimes represented in people's nativity scenes. So what is unusual about the Caganer? That's C-A-G-A-N-E-R. Caganer. Caganer. Uh, you know, the Caganer. He always shows up in your... Uh, Nativity scenes? Yeah, no? of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I suppose what's unusual about the uh, the Kaganer mm-hmm. is that they um, they they fill it with actual frankincense. Ooh, actual frankincense! I, I believe the Kaganer refers to the the lamp type holding playing thing that one of the three kings held. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Kaganer. Yeah. 
And then we go over to Philly. Philly, when you put your Kaganer in your nativity, uh, what's so special about him? Well, it's in in most stables, you have somebody who uh, who has an important job. That important job is mucking those stables. Kaganor, as you were describing it, is actually closely related to the word kagad, which means to shit. So this person is a shit cleaner. You have put a shit cleaner in your nativity scene. Thank you very much. Shit cleaner. <laughs> he's, a, he's a pooper scooper. Yeah. In your nativity scene. Of course. Well, of course. Uh, Hank. Um, you know what? It's usual Kaganor. What's what's funny is that um, with with most nativity scenes, it's often overlooked that uh, it was though it was a clear and starry night. There was no light. Kaganer is a lamp. Lamp. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the lamp. Yeah. Well, you would. Uh, you guys are between a uh, uh, frankincense, a shit cleaner, and a lamp. You guys might be surprised to find out that the Kaganer is actually a man taking a shit. Phil wins. Give him the points. Yeah, Phil like, gets it. like like his 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 ethnic advantage yeah. wasn't played yeah. there. It does have something to do with that. I was like, I'm like, it actually, it actually means somebody who's taking a shit. But I'm like, that that's pretty weird. <laughs> so I was like, well, all right, yeah, I figured one of you might know. <laughs> but you yeah, figured he's, just uh, what? apparently the shit is. The, the shit is supposed to represent some sort of like fertility of the earth, blah blah blah, that sort of thing. But uh-huh. yeah, he's a little guy taking a shit in the nativity scene that some people include. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. All right, so the next one, let's start with Philly this time. In Sweden, a figure made of straw shaped like what is placed in windows and under the tree? So the Swedes, or the Swedish, or the people that live in Switzerland, or Swede. Oh God, so wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> all these Europeans are going to hate oh, me. Man. So the, the people, the, the people known as Vikings, as I like to call them. Um, That's also racist. Jesus Christ. So the, the, the blonde people, the, the blonde people from, from that place, they adore um, certain animals. And the animal in question is the milk cow. So they have Milky the milk cow all done up in straw, and they put it out their window. Mm-hmm. Straw milk cow. Gotcha. Uh, Hink, Hink, if you were in Sweden celebrating Christmas, what would you make out of straw? I would make uh, a, uh, a, a, a representation of a ghost as a reminder of the family who's no longer there to celebrate with us, but so that they are in the room and they're in the house as part of the celebration. Nice. Nice. I like mm. that. That's heartfelt. Uh, Alex and you, when you're, when you're a Swede, <laughs> well, those, uh, kind Christian people, they clearly believe in the, uh, the Lord. So I'm going to say that they, uh, they, they make a wreath out of straw, uh, as a symbolism for the unity and, and oneness of the Lord. Ooh, ah, I see. Wow. That's deep. That was religious. Am I way off? I think I'm way, way off. It's probably a Viking ship. <laughs> well, of <laughs> of a milk cow, a ghost, and a wreath, and it's a shame because he doesn't have his headphones on. But the correct answer is a goat. They make a straw goat. And just because that's close enough to ghost, I'm giving it to Hank. <laughs> oh, but a cow is an animal. Okay. <laughs> 
generous. All right. The mind was he, he meant to say goats. Yeah, I thought he said. I thought he originally was going to say ghost, goats. Yeah. Then it turns a ghost, but I'll give it to you. Close enough. I, I appreciate it. I, oh, I meant to re like I've been calling this your guess is as good as mine. I want to rename it horseshoes and hand grenades because close enough counts. Okay, so <laughs> gotcha. over to Hink. In Italy, La Bafana is a witch that gives out presents in hopes of finding baby Jesus. Why? <laughs> Specifically, why is she doing this? Yeah. Because she is a minion of Satan and she is trying to snuff him out. Ah. Mm, mm, okay. I, I, I hope I hope Phil doesn't have a slight translation on this one. <laughs> my land Christmas quiz. Master person. I hope there's no Eastern European references coming up either. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a bunch in the second half. It's crazy. Uh, Alex, over to you. La Bafana in Italy. Gives out presents in hopes of finding baby Jesus because... Um, she wants to eat him. <laughs> Let's eat Who baby Jesus. Delicious baby. Who babies? doesn't? Yeah. Come on. Immaculately concepted baby. Yeah, it's got to be super tender meat right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, do it every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Philly, Philly. Yes. Why is Labafana uh, trying to find baby Jesus? Well, the the story of Labifana goes back to ancient days where oh, there was actually four wise people, and the fourth wise person was a witch. The other three wise kings were also known for their magical powers. So, what happened was uh, they were all traveling together. And walk into a bar, and the first one says, "The the the star came up, and the three guys were in a, accordance that they should follow the star." And she was contrary to that and say, "No, I heard that he was over in Rome, and decided to walk to Rome because all roads lead to Rome." And uh, that's that's why she she found out at that point that she really missed the boat, and uh, now expects to. Uh, you know, find him through other means. Cool story, bro. Okay, yeah, pretty pretty okay. good. Of the three of you guys, <laughs> of the three of you guys, how many of you guys knew the right answer? None no. of us. <laughs> None. <laughs> okay, because between being being a minion of Satan, eating baby Jesus, and something to do with the four wise men. See, the three wise men apparently came across La Bafana, but she turned <laughs> them down, <laughs> and now she's trying to meet him. By giving out presents. So, uh, huh. yeah, that's close enough, Philly. All right, Phil. Yeah, to do I, I, awesome, totally, I totally made that up, guys. Totally made that up. Well, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. That's totally... hilarious. <laughs> Unless La Bafana translates to the entire fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> no, because a Bifana in my head is a type of sandwich just with some meat in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I know. Yeah, I know. I had yeah. a McBafana when I was yeah, in Portugal. Exactly. So you're like, Phil's going to mess this up. <laughs> That's fucking bizarre. And out to a commanding lead of four uh, is Philly. Alex and Hank still sitting at one. But there's still three points left. You never know. Yeah, okay. I know. I know how this goes. <laughs> Back over to Alex. Uh, in Austro-Bavarian culture, Krampus uh, takes care of all the naughty kids. You know, the mm-hmm. evil con- counterpart. Yep. To sum up, Alex according to one website that I found anyway. Basically, what does Krampus do with the naughty kids? 
Feel free to put a, uh, put, a put a fun answer before your actual answer. <laughs> what does Krampus do with all the naughty kids? Uh, man, I'm too tired, so I'm just gonna go for the uh, the the actual straight answer. up answer, which is that he drags them down to hell, and of um, and or and or um, encases them in a snow globe, which they can never escape. That's two answers, but okay. Ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Philly, what does yeah. Kramp- he wants to eat them? Actually, I can't remember. Due to uh, due to the the naughty kids. Uh, in the olden days, uh, you know, Krampus did one thing, but uh, modern day, he makes them watch. Um, he, he makes them watch uh, reruns of uh, Jersey Shore over and over. <laughs> Harsh. Uh and in the olden days he, he uh-huh. would uh steal them and uh I believe he would eat their hands and feet. Ooh. Mm. Yummy. Naughty kid. That's, the, that's all the good lim- uh nibbly parts are. Yeah, that's where the naughty parts are. Mm-hmm. Uh Hank, what does Krampus do to the kids? Uh Krampus uh takes him away and locks him in a coal mine. <laughs> and the jump answer is he takes him away and locks him. Work. Him. <laughs> 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 All right. So between a coal mine, dragging them to hell and uh, putting them in a snow globe and stealing their limbs, Krampus apparently them with sticks and chains before hurling them into the pits of hell. <laughs> Yes, I was, I was going to say the hell thing, but then he sat uh, on it. Funny, funny story, guys. I watched the movie Krampus about one year ago this month. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember something about him standing over a big chasm, which was hellish. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, again, this is one my interpretation of. I'm sure there are a few variations. That's the one I found. Okay, off to the second last uh, uh, question. Hank is trying to be a spoiler. Alex still trying to tie. <laughs> Here we go, uh, Philly. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Eve, in Bolivia, they bring what to midnight mass? Say Bolivians. <laughs> <laughs> Other Bolivians. Um, so the Bolivian people, very nice, very polite, mm-hmm. very full of they joy are. and merriment at, mm-hmm. at Christmas. Um, uh, Phil, Phil, before you continue, can, can you yes. tell me which, um, which continent is Bolivia in? the the one over there so <laughs> let, let's let's not bring continents into this alex we're we're not yeah. this is not that kind of game yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows continent. Continent. <laughs> uh, the fine people fine uh, spirited we we wish them Stop well sucking up to the bolivians man and, <laughs> but what they do is they bring eggs. eggs they bring fresh eggs from their chickens and <laughs> And they they share eggs amongst each other, very much like Easter. But they like to break it up a little bit and make it fucking reverse. Fucking reverse. It. Gotcha. Uh, Hank, Hank, what do the Bolivians bring to mi- midnight mass? The Bolivians, because for those of you who don't know, Bolivia is a very mountainous country in South America. For the record, 
Uh, well, that's uh, the point. Knowing where Bolivia is, <laughs> uh, it tends to you know, with with high altitudes. It, not only does it the air a little thinner, but the weather's a little colder. And what they tend to bring is very colorful uh, blankets as, mm. as a sign to keep to keep the 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 Lord and Savior Jesus Christ warm on a cold, wintry Christmas evening. Mm. That's very nice. Mm. That's very nice of the Bolivians. Very very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. The joke okay. answer is they bring nuggets. Oh, my God. We've going back for 300 years. So uh, I believe this is a, a newer tradition in Bolivia, um, mm-hmm. whose capital, I believe, is Sucre. And um, <laughs> half a point for knowing the capital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and considering that uh, Che Guevara died in Bolivia, um, they bring effigies of uh, Che Guevara to, to Midnight Mass. <laughs> That's that's not dramatic at all. <laughs> Shit. Crap. Okay, so between bringing eggs, burning effigies, and colorful blankets, no, the Bolivian people, uh, of all things, and I think you guys can figure out who's closest on this, bring to Midnight Mass a rooster. You cut out. <laughs> A, a rooster. Oh, shit. So that was so close. That was good. Yeah. You guys, so came, eggs, close. Yeah. You guys came close. But. So uh, to represent the first animal to announce the birth of Jesus. That's ah, that that fucking sense. cock. So I'm going to give, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to give that one to Philly. Philly looks ah. like he's locked it up. So, yeah, he's at five. Alex is at two and a half, and Hink is at one and a half. But just for funsies, let's do this last one real quick. Uh, Hink. Hey. In Japan, thanks to an insanely successful advertising campaign from 1974, to this day, what American restaurant is the custom of being the Christmas meal for many Japanese people? Thanks to an insanely successful advertising campaign dating from 1974, what American restaurant is the custom for being the Christmas meal for many Japanese people? I'm going to go with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. No Do you joke want a backstory to that? Back or is that your joke answer? Oh, uh, the joke answer is um, mall sushi. <laughs> 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 they, they eat Edo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super <laughs> successful campaign. Found, found, found in Colorado, yeah. Uh, I was going to say KFC. I think I'll just go with McDonald's. McDonald's and Philly to finish up the triumvirate of meals yep. that you should have <laughs> during the week. Arby's, Arby's. <laughs> Ooh, nothing Man. says Christmas. Like, I kind of hope it's Arby's. Six slabs of meat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's KFC. Yeah, that's I'm why actually, Arby's is still around yeah. because of that. I'm, I'm also pretty sure it's KFC. It makes the most sense. Uh the correct answer is in fact KFC. Yes, yeah. it's KFC. So for whatever reason, yeah, KFC KFC at Christmas is a thing in Japan. Who knew? I mean, it's not it's not everybody, but there's I think a number of people that do it. That's that's notable, which is kind of weird. But there you go. That's the games. Philly, uh, Alex, and Hank are tied it up with uh, two and a half each, and Philly doubling them up with a resounding four, five, five rather, five. Wow, well done, sir. Mm. Wow, stellar! Well done, Phil. Thank you. Yeah, when it's all about being close, Philly's your man. That's right. Proximity. Proximity. <laughs> uh, what did we I say? Know, man. Uh, horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Close <laughs> enough. Well, gentlemen, it's been just a delight again 
with with spending a a frosty Friday evening uh, doing this chatty chat shit. Um, you can follow uh, you can follow each of us on the Twitters. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. First off, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, I know you do. You want to reach out. Mm-hmm. You want to touch someone. That's someone's <clears throat> Alex. By doing so, the best way is crushingap at gmail.com. Send us a message. Send us some love. Send us some suggestions. And the, Send us the your very, naked pics. Send us your naked pics. No dick pics, yeah. please. Show us your yeah. dick move. No, no, all of it. Just straight up chest. We can't. We can't. Show us your biggest hairy, dicks. Hairy yeah. chest. We can't discriminate. We're not. We are very welcoming <laughs> podcast like when it comes to user. It's 2016, today. dude. The biggest dicks you've got. Please send them our way. <laughs> yeah, Pixar didn't happen. Um, goats and roosters. Send us pics means- of goats and roosters. You can send Alex pictures of goats and roosters on Twitter at CrushingAPAlex. He has been, as per usual, Alex. Hey, guys. Uh, in addition to checking out Rogue One this holiday season, don't forget to check out Frozen. <laughs> I also give you points for callbacking your own mess. That was beautiful. Good job. Mm. Uh, you can follow uh, our, our games master himself at Crushing AP Mike. He has been, as per usual, Mike. Woo! Happy holidays, everybody. And uh, here, here's an example of what a last word should be. Okay, Bill Murray was in Ghostbusters, but in the cartoon, his character was voiced by Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music also did the voice for Garfield, but when they made the Garfield movie, it was voiced by Bill Murray. Whoa. Just leave this whole pause in, because that's the sound of minds being blown. You can hear it. You can hear it. You can follow me at Twitter at CrushingAPHink. I guess I hooked up my video game finally. Um, I, I've got a I've got a Steam uh, Steam link, and uh, I've been playing really random Steam games on my couch, which has kind of messed the fuck up. Playing PC games. On your couch is pretty awesome, uh, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, uh, happy holidays and shit. Because I don't think another one's going to come out until after Christmas. <laughs> However, the winner of games with Mike and ultimately earning the prestige of the last word, or in some people's case, the last poem. And he's had all this time to write it, too. Oh, yeah. He's been writing diligently. You can hear the clicking, faint clicking in the background. He's getting all his thoughts, his feelings, his inner feelings. You can follow him at Crushing AP Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it's Phil. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. It is Christmas time. I do hope that everybody who listens, who's out there, knows that somebody cares about them. Somebody wishes them well. And that they shouldn't feel like they're alone, even if they happen to be alone that night or they're working that night or something's gone wrong in their life and they're feeling a little bit down. I want you to to think about something good because uh, in life, that's that's all we get. We get a little bit of good, a lot of suffering, but, you know, life, life it tends to balance out. Don't let yourself go down because of that. You, you, you have somebody that cares. You have people that you can reach out to. There is the depression hotline. If you really need to talk to somebody, that they're there. They want to listen. They care. Uh, keep warm. 
stay happy. Don't bite anybody. And, uh, and, you know, Merry Holidays. Merry Happy Christmas. Let baby Jesus into your heart. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> he's a, he's a little creeper. Um, <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is that find a, find a friend, find a family, find somebody to hang out with. It's good times. They, they, they all, everybody enjoys you for whatever you do in their lives. Whether you're, you know, a dick, an asshole, or, or somebody that's friendly. They, they still care about you. On this podcast are friendly. <laughs> There's one or two dicks. But, once again, stay warm, stay friendly, stay, stay sneezy, um, sleepy, all the other dwarves. And watch a Christmas movie. Hey, how about that? Elf's on every friggin' night, if not twice or three times a day. So I I think it's what I'm trying to get to is that you have to roll <laughs> you have to roll up uh your your sleeves and and box. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, that's it for episode twenty of the Crushing Audio Podcast and our last episode of 2016. Tune in next time when we review what we did for New Year's. We have an exercise in who can most eloquently ruin a wedding. And the boys answer the question, if money were no object, what three features would your dream house have? See you next time.